1: Coming up next, our final news roundup and information overload hour.
0: Our news roundup, information overload hour on this Friday. We'll get a lot more of your calls in coming up straight ahead. 800 941 if you want to be a part of the program. All right, so here we are with just three short days uh, from Iowa. We'll be doing this program from Iowa on Monday. Uh, we got a lot going on Monday. We'll be doing our TV show from there as well. Uh, you know, and as things, you know, heat up, Uh, everybody is kind of losing their mind, and it's funny to listen to some of the crazy comments. One, let me first start with Nancy Pelosi. Many of us know it is impossible for Trump to be president again. Is she not reading the polls? Because that's not what the polls are saying. I'm not saying that can't change. I'm just saying that right now Trump is winning.
1: This is a neck-and-neck race, and no one feels very comfortable on the Democratic side of things that Donald Trump isn't going to be the next president.
2: Well, I don't think that nobody feels. I think many of us know that it is impossible uh, for him to be the president again with what he he is proposing. Well, because when you're talking about what he's talking about now is more tax cuts for corporate America, taking them down so low to the detriment uh, uh, of our budget and meeting the needs of people. But people have to know. I have said over and over again. President Lincoln said, public sentiment is everything. With it, you can accomplish almost anything without it, practically nothing. But public sentiment has to be informed. People have to know. So we can talk more about what he has done, what it means at the kitchen table for people to have lower costs for prescription drugs, lower costs for health care, because it's not just about their good health, it's about their financial health and security as well.
0: Of course, that's the great Nancy Pelosi. Then, um, of course, we have issues involving the Bidens. Uh, my favorite cut of the day is Joe Biden saying, Oh, Joe Biden's age is an asset. I see his vigor. Uh, he's lived history. Really? Let me play this.
3: Your husband is 81. At the end of a second term, he'd be 86. As his life partner of 46 years, is there a part of you that is worried about his age and health? can he do it he can do it and I see Joe every day I see him out you know traveling around this country I see his vigor. I see his energy I see his passion every single day mm-hmm. so to those who say I can't vote for Joe Biden he's too old what do you say I say his age is an asset Aha! He's wise. Yes, he's wise. He has wisdom. He has experience. He knows every leader on the world stage.
0: He's lived history. He knows history. I don't see any vigor. I see pathetic weakness. I see a frailty that's frightening. And I see a a cognitive decline that is second to none. By the way, it didn't work out. Now, our top story of the day, Hunter Biden will give his deposition before the House Oversight Committee, as mandated by law, I think one of the reasons why somebody in the DOJ had to say, you put us in a horrible position, and if if we don't treat you the way we treated Bannon and Navarro, uh, things are not going to go well for anybody. You, you better give the deposition. Now, I would not be shocked or surprised if he goes in and pleads the fifth. He has every right to do that, but that's what I would expect. Uh, but then when after the little stunt the other day, you know, well, uh, one reporter asking uh, Hunter Biden a couple of questions about his crack use. Listen,
4: please, I'll answer your question if you be quiet and let me make a statement. Okay? How do crack you
1: normally smoke, Mr. Biden?
0: Anyway, here with the sort of weekend review segment, uh, we welcome back to the uh, program our good friend uh, Joe Concha. Roger Simon is with us as well. Uh, Joe Concha, Fox News contributor, media. Analyst extraordinaire. I think he'd do great if he had his own media show on Fox News. I'd love to see that. Roger Simon, author of American Refugees. Uh, great to have you both back with us. Um, you know, it's, I, I'm sorry. I just see it a lot different than Joe Biden. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the first lady. I want to be very clear. Um, but I'm sorry. If she's not seeing what we're seeing, um, something is off. But uh, I have to believe Joe Concha that behind closed doors, that Joe Biden is probably a lot worse. And why you would just flat out lie and talk about his vigor? Remember, it was like we were. Remember, we were laughing when Jen Saki, I think it was Jen Saki, who said, uh, "You know, uh, you know, he 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 moves at such a pace, I can barely keep up with him." And I'm like, really? You you must be out of out of shape. You must have some horrible physical condition if you can't keep up with him. But it's just, you know, another Biden lie. Why should I be surprised? Just like uh, every other lie that they've told, like their big ethics, uh, you know, wall that they built over Hunter Biden's paintings or Joe never speaking to his son or his brother or his or anybody, for that matter, about their foreign business deals. You know, one lie after another with this family.
5: Well, Sean, thanks for having me. First, I'm looking at weather in Iowa. When you arrive on Monday, it will be minus 10 degrees and won't break uh, zero until after the votes are cast. So uh, I hope you bring your sunscreen. That sounds like a fun trip.
0: You know what that's like to leave 80-degree weather for that? That's how much I love my audience. That's how much I love doing my shows. Because, you know, I I promise the best election coverage available on your radio dial, and I mean it. And that means I'm going to go. I'm going to leave eighty degree weather, my new home in Florida, and I'm going to go to Iowa and freeze my ass off. And I actually gave away my winter coat to a friend of mine. And I I I had to go. I had somebody on my team. I said, "Can you just order me one of those?" I don't have an an email account, so I said, "Can you use my credit card and order me a winter coat?" I don't even know what winter coat they ordered yet.
5: Wow, that's a lot of information, but you'll be prepared. That's that's good to hear. Look, to answer your question, please judge any politician, any public figure by their actions and not their words. And when you see Jill Biden lapping it up with Joe and Mika, talking about how this president has such vigor and such energy and such passion, well, ask yourself this very simple question. If that's the case, then why did Jill Biden have to do that interview and not Joe Biden? Why wasn't he awake at that hour in order to talk to those two? And the reason is he doesn't work anymore, Sean. There were three days this week, Tuesday, Thursday, there was one thing on his public schedule, and that was lunch with the vice president. That's it. And then he even received on Tuesday the daily intelligence briefing, right? Very important document that the president should get Every morning, whether that's orally or written, and he didn't get that until 3:45 p.m. I think there's some things going on in the world right now that may demand attention before lunch or breakfast at this point, and he just allows it to go by. Meanwhile, we need a low jack in order to find our defense secretary these days because he's in the hospital for eight days, and Joe Biden was not even aware. So. The fact that this election is even close right now, if you look at the real clear politics average, uh, should be a bit disturbing. This should be a 20 point lead regardless of whoever the GOP nominee is, and if Donald Trump is that nominee, and boy, he's the odds on favor right now, by far, If he just sticks to very simple messaging, close the border, stop the regulations as far as our businesses, go energy independent again, and get out of these wars like we were out of these wars in 2017 to 2021, he wins and he wins easily.
0: Well, then let me ask you this. uh, How big a factor will these so-called trials be?
5: Well he is convicted and that's a big big if there are some voters that simply won't vote for a convicted felon so that could be enough in swing states where it's going to be close let's face it switching up votes or to keep enough people home where biden does get over the finish line and that's why these trials actually exist. i don't i don't think they're fair in any way shape or form if you think you, you live in florida you're probably not far from palm beach i would imagine if you think that mar-a-lago with fifty eight bedrooms on the water is only worth twenty five million like <sighs> saying in new york you are out of your mind
0: hey hey joe it's over 20 acres of land it's got 58 bedrooms 40 some odd bathrooms it's uh it's a historical building on on the island um they have water on the ocean side and the intercoastal side it has a club associated with it that is completely legal and approved by the, the by the town of of palm beach Um, uh, and I can tell you that, uh, if you, and believe me, if you want or not, I follow real estate very closely. I've invested in it in my life. And I'm just telling you, if you want a two acre empty plot on the ocean, not the ocean and intercoastal right now, there's one for sale for $200 million. It's all yours, Joe, two acre plot.
5: I'll stick to the Jersey Shore, thanks. But, yeah, I, I went on realtor.com and I found a three-bedroom for $55 million in Palm Beach. That's just a three. at fifty five.
0: No, be- I mean, it, it blows your mind, the real estate prices there. It's unbelievable. And, by the way, other coastal areas are becoming very expensive, too. Miami's numbers are going through the roof. Uh, and you go all the way up and down the east and west coast of Florida, and prices are, are just skyrocketing. And they say, well, that's, that, that's helping to raise inflation in florida it's also for florida residents it's a boom for them if they bought their home 20 years ago because now you know they're gonna tr- double triple quadruple uh, more uh their their biggest investment yep great for them anyway roger great to have you back how are you sir what are your thoughts on all this
4: uh well uh, you know i personally want to congratulate you for being an american refugee and if you had done it earlier you would have been in my book
0: <laughs> you know, if I missed an opportunity to be in Roger Simon's book, man, I blew it. I blown my whole life up. I blown my career up. The funny thing to me, Roger, and you were talking I can- for
4: like a long time, and you did it. You know, when I wrote the book, you know, I moved to from the Hollywood Hills to to Nashville about uh, five and a half years ago. So I'm uh, one of the early refugees. But uh, you 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 got there finally, and I congratulate you. And I hope Joe joins us.
0: By the way, Tennessee is in the top five. The top five are Texas, Florida, uh, Tennessee, and the Carolinas—South uh, Carolina, North Carolina. They're doing really well. I mean, they don't—they—they they have state income taxes, but they're you know compared to these big blue states, they're minor in comparison. I mean, they're tolerable in comparison, even.
4: Yeah, well, you know, you know, when we came, there was a uh, a lot of people saying, "Don't bring your California values with you," quote unquote. But it turns out that the people who came when I was talking to them, all the rights American refugees, most of them were more constitutionalists than the people here. It's kind of, kind of amazing. I mean, they yeah. just moved to save on taxes. Of course, nobody wants to pay taxes, but they moved for, you know, reasons of trying to find the America we all love.
0: All right, quick break and right back, and we'll continue more with Roger Simon, more with Joe Concha, and then your calls coming up 800 941 Sean on this Friday as we continue.
1: America's Time.
0: Mike Lindell and pillow employees, they want to thank all of you, our listeners, for all of your continued support. And to thank you, they are having a massive sale on not only overstock and clearance products, but on new products as well. Just go to the Sean Hannity Square when you go to mypillow.com and you'll find some of the lowest prices ever, plus free shipping for your entire order. For example, you get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0. If you're looking to try a new product, you might want to try their new flannel sheets. They're 50% off, but they won't be in stock for very long. They have this six piece towel set. Well now selling for 29.98 that's 50% off so take advantage free shipping especially on larger items like a mattress or mattress topper 100% all made in the USA on sale for as low as 99.99 and you'll find sales on their kitchen towels their dog beds their blankets and so much more it's the Sean Hannity square when you go to mypillow.com or just call and mention my name 800-919-6090 800-919-6090 from mypillow.com More of our news roundup as we continue with Joe Concha and Roger Simon. I've now been told by two governors in New York in a row, and I've I've played it probably too many times. Governor Hochul, you know, get on a bus, go down to Florida, get the hell out of here, get you know, get lost, leave, get out of town, get out of town. I'm like, all right, I'll get out of town. You know, Uh, you're not a New Yorker if you're pro life. If you're pro-assault weapon, meaning the Second Amendment, if you're anti-gay, I don't know anybody that's anti-gay, uh, Andrew Cuomo. Conservatives are not anti-gay, but they are pro-life and they are pro-Second Amendment. Yes, that part is true. Then you are not a New Yorker and you have no place in the state of New York. I mean, I, I mean, what the hell is that, Joe? Well, I mean, you would think you'd want to entice people to stay in your state. I would if I was governor
5: pro-putting criminals away when they break the law, right? And I, I think that's a common-sense position, and that's why so many people have moved out of, I'm in New Jersey, out of New Jersey, New York. Yes, it's the taxes, but it's also the crime and the quality of life. And, again, if this
0: election... By the way, New Jersey's not much better, Joe. Let's be frank here. I mean, you know, it's it may be a little bit better, but it's really right up there with New York as being a, a hellhole.
4: Yeah. Chicago, bad...
0: Go ahead, Roger. Oh yeah, Chicago sucks too. Uh, I mean, Joe, are you really gonna you're gonna come on this program and defend New Jersey seriously?
5: <laughs> I did. I was just bashing it. I said some well, people are leaving because of the taxes,
0: and the- they're leaving. Then why the hell are you staying? So- and by the way, now you notice I speak with great confidence, considering I finally made the move after threatening to do it forever.
5: Yeah, I'm still in the threatening stage, but my my kids are in school. My dad and my mother-in-law live here. My brother, and my sister, all of my wife's brothers and sisters live around here. We're we're stuck. Family's here. We stay around family, and that's that. But once the kids are 18, we're out the door, and I will be your next door neighbor, or at least live in the garage above your your house. I don't care. But I'm I'm out of here the minute they're they're going to college, and that will be down south as well. Believe me.
0: Well, I'm telling you right now, I made the same mistake. I I swore to myself, Roger. Did you make this mistake? Oh, my kids graduate college, and, and my job is done. Uh, that was the dumbest thing I've ever believed in my life. <laughs> Didn't quite work, you know, and they're great kids, but, I mean, they're, you know, they're always, they still need dad, I'll tell you that.
4: That's right. Well, you know, it, it's amazing. I think what, what, if, if Trump loses in the election, if, if the Republicans lose, the exodus is going to get tripple. It's going to be an incredible experience. Uh, you know, I hope that doesn't happen. But this, you know, you can see. I write about three different phases: the pre-COVID phase, the COVID phase, and what we're in
0: now. Well, what we're in now is the get the hell out of dodge phase. Um, you know, I've been me- mentioning what they're doing out in California. Uh, you know, they now want a retro tax, a wealth tax, a reparations tax. I mean, nobody is going to be able to afford to live anywhere. Uh, close. I mean, in Cal, and then by the way, if and then they w- the, the ta- they want to apply the tax out in California, the wealth tax. This was in the Wall Street Journal to non-residents who recently left the state. So you already left the. St- sorry, you can't retroactively enact a law when the person is already gone. Good try. Try and try and try and win that constitutional argument. Anyway, listen, guys, have a great weekend. Monday's going to be interesting. Uh Joe Concha, Roger Simon, thank you, guys. Thank you. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. Just go to burner.com slash Hannity. Right now, you'll get 10% off. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity. Now to date HealthLock has helped its members save over get this 130 million dollars. Bottom line is insurance alone is not enough. Now to save just go to healthlock.com that's one word healthlock.com do it today before you see another healthcare provider. Let me let me play this whole issue. Imagine you're a parent and imagine you get notified um your children are going to be Uh, uh, back on remote learning and um, our school is going to be taken over by illegal immigrants that need housing because Joe Biden allowed nearly 10 million illegal immigrants into the country. Um, Now, none none of this needed to happen. This is of Joe Biden's making and this this dopey mayor that may be a one-term mayor in New York, Eric Adams, is still defending this
2: stupidity. Listen to this. We're not going to stay in the city That um, when we have an emergency that impacts migrants, we're not going to use our school buildings because no matter what people say, if you look closely, these are still children and adults should not ever put anything that's going to endanger children. Not one child or family sleeps on the streets of the city of New York because of what my team has has done. We did the right thing. And those parents who are stated that we can't inconvenience someone for one day because of other children, that's not acceptable. And I'm not going to put children in harm's way.
0: Oh, I'm not going to put. How about these are Joe Biden's children? Why don't you drop them off at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue or drop them off at Joe Biden's beach house? or drop them off at his other home in Delaware or drop them off at the UPenn Biden Center or the University of Delaware Biden Center and, and let them take care of them because taxpayers now are footing the bill. They're paying for food and shelter and health care and, and education. And now American children are being harmed in the process. It's outrageous. None of this was happening under Donald Trump because his policies on the border were to enforce the law the stay in Mexico policy and to build border walls to prevent people from entering this country illegally. These, a lot of these people, if we get a Republican president need to be sent home. And I'm, I'm not saying in a, in a, way that's not compassionate, you know, we'll put them in air conditioned buses or, or maybe airplanes, whatever it takes. And, and if you want to come to our country, respect our borders, respect our sovereignty, respect our laws, allow us time to do a background check on you, a health check on you. Uh, We have to make sure that you are not going to be a financial burden on the American people. And now the cost is astronomical. Anyway, um, parents are now fighting back. They're they're just, you know, rightfully angry. And they didn't go to one of the best school district in New York city, either to do this, which is often the case. You know, they target people, lower income neighborhoods. I mean, it's so unfair. And, I, I Honestly, I could see the race card being played if, if God forbid, the mayor of New York uh, was not African-American.
5: Shame on you! Shame on you! Shame on, you, on, you. on you! Shame on you!
6: Shame on you! Shame on you! Shame on you! New
1: York City! Migrants built New York City! on. You see, i you
0: so now there's nothing that the parents can do and now their kids if they're gonna have remote learning and and most people have come to the conclusion that during covid remote learning uh didn't work out was not as effective as everybody thought it was Anyway, joining us now is Erica Donalds, by the way, happens to be the wife of our friend, Congressman Byron Donalds of Florida, uh, guest faculty at the Leadership Institute's school board programs and CEO of uh, Optima e- Education. And Annie Keller is the co-founder, director of curriculum uh, and instruction for the Locke Society, uh, discussing you know, this horrific treatment of high school students in favor of illegal immigrants uh, over legal Americans getting the education that they pay for. Anyway, welcome both of you, Erica. Um, uh, your, your husband married way over his pay grade. I'm just saying for the record. Um, but, uh, we're very fond of both of you. We're glad to have you on the program.
3: Well, thank you, Sean. It's absolutely outrageous that Eric Adams would say this is a one day inconvenience displacing students from their classrooms when New York City has dismal proficiency levels, is lowering their academic standards, and these students need four months additional time in classrooms to even catch up from the learning loss during COVID. It's not a one-day inconvenience. These students need to be in their classrooms with their teachers and with higher standards than we've had for decades in the past learning so that they can be informed and keep our democratic society going in the future this
6: is a (sighs)
0: yeah i mean it's a huge problem what's your take annie
6: hi hi sean thank you so much for having me on Um, i have to be honest i'm pretty angry right now as A former New York City teacher, I have to address Mayor Adams' ridiculous assertion. Number one, our children in New York City are dealing with food, shelter, and clothing insecurities. They're dealing with it themselves. 67% of the students in this particular school qualify for free lunch. 73% live below the poverty line. So when you say that your school is suddenly shifting to remote learning, now you have kids who might not be getting their breakfast that day, might not be getting their lunch that day, and I can't look them in the eye and tell them that. They're going to be upset about that before anything else. And remote learning isn't always this cute little, oh, we're going to go to remote learning. You're going to put your laptop on. I'm going to see a little teddy bear on your bed. That's not remote learning. These kids don't have technology. They don't have desks in their rooms. Some of them don't have bedrooms. And some of them don't even have homes. Yet he's going to come out here and tell us, oh, we're just going to go to remote learning. That's not happening. And then as a session, oh, I don't want to put children in harm's way. The entire city is harm's way. Is he kidding me? He just had a four-year-old punched in the face in Times Square and knocked to the ground not that long ago. He just had two women eating in Grand Central Station. One got stabbed in the back. One got stabbed in the leg. You're telling me you're not putting children in harm's way? These kids have to walk among these maniacs that you've let back out on the streets, and they're walking to school. They're taking the subways to school, and you're putting them in harm's way. You absolutely are. And you know what else is disgusting, too, is that these teachers, these woke leftist teachers in New York City, and I know because I worked with them, are going to use this as an opportunity, as a teachable moment, quote, we call these a teachable moment, to say that, hey, the U.S. kicked the Native Americans off their lands. Right now, this is a disclaimer. Do not teach this. Don't teach this. But they're going to go and they're going to say to the kids, hey, we kicked Native Americans off their lands. Now, do you think maybe you know how they felt? Can you have a little empathy for that? And that's disgusting. And again, don't do it. But I know that there are teachers probably doing this right now, especially because you know why? Eighth graders in New York City right now are most likely learning westward expansion. So this ties in perfectly. And that's their whole, you know, agenda that they want to put into these classrooms. These leftist teachers there, and that's really what's absolutely sickening to me. Everyone thinks that we've won. Everyone keeps saying, oh, we've won. The conservatives are winning. We're winning. What are you winning? All of this is all being supported. This is going to be supported by all these crazy leftists who are the only ones who have any type of significant presence in schools. Are these leftist teachers? Social justice, your idea of, you know, reparations, all, all of the conversations around white privilege, systemic racism, C- CRT, these are all still going on. These are all still very prevalent in teacher circles. The NCSS, the National Council for Social Studies, just had their conference. This is all they talked about. So this ties in perfectly with what they're talking. So a lot of what, what they're talking about in classrooms. The only way we're going to stop this from becoming widely accepted by people and from becoming, you know, discussed, and I would just, I, it would absolutely break my heart if any kid actually thinks that this is justified. It is absolutely heartbreaking. The only way we're going to stop it is to get, like the Locke Society says all the time, get concerned get moderates in the schools you can't win the fight if you don't show up to the battle and the battles in public schools right now we need I I hate to
0: tell you anybody that has any money in New York they're not in these public schools and and there's a reason that New York has some of the the worst in terms of of that has the worst track record they spend more per capita per student over forty thousand dollars a student a year uh, about the cost of, uh, around the cost of a private school education and those private schools. I mean, those parents go to war to get their kids into the the private school schools in New York City. It is. I've never seen anything like it in my life. It's like, you know, the, you you have to get you. They start trying to get their kids into school when they're in nursery school for crying out loud. So those slots are unavailable, and then the kids are stuck in these public schools, and you know, and there's nothing the mayor's going to do. There's nothing anybody can do, and these par- these kids are just thrown out, and an income Joe Biden's illegal immigrants. It's outrageous. I if I was a parent, I'd lose my mind.
6: Well, I don't want to inter I don't want to interrupt you here, but it is in the private schools as well, because again, it's all there's a lot of power in the teachers' hands. The ga- I think there was the guys
0: Well, where what private school has been closed down? What private school?
6: I don't know if they would close. I don't know if they could close down
0: the private schools. Now you're talking about school. But that's my point. Those schools, the, the parents that can, have gotten, that can get out or out, the parents that Let's, can't get out are stuck.
6: Stop with the not my kid attitude. I don't like that. What do we do about these public school kids? you have millions what? upon millions of kids? Is my kid going to be affected by this? No.
0: But others- well, the reason I'm talking about this is because I care about every kid, and the and the failure of right. of of New York City to educate these kids it's unconscionable. Anyway, let me bring back in Erica. Erica, I mean, it's unreal that they spend all that money per child per capita per edu- on education with the worst results in the country, or some of the worst results. California, same thing. You know what? The you know, by the way, California uh, spends nearly twenty thousand dollars a student. Uh, on education and they come in near dead last like New York, Florida spends 12,000 per student. They're number one in the country in their public school system. Number one, uh, when COVID was happening, public schools under Ron DeSantis in Florida were open in August of 2020.
3: You're absolutely right, Sean. And this goes well beyond students being displaced for one or two days during this emergency, because we have had an influx of millions of immigrants through the Biden administration Hacking classrooms across the country with non-English speaking students who are demanding enormous resources. That there is research that shows numerous negative impacts from the increasing migrant populations in schools. Teacher attention being diverted to non-English speakers, catching them up on new material, less ta- class time available for our native, uh, our American students, slower instruction all things that New York for one thing cannot afford when only thirty eight percent of their students are proficient in math and entire schools in New York have zero percent proficiency.
0: And so they Well I'll add one other thing, Erica. I mean they've already taken over, you know, baseball fields and soccer fields and other athletic fields build their ten cities as well I mean you're you're right on the education front you're right also on the athletic front
3: completely unfair to American families and children to your point it's unfair to their academic futures it's stealing from them and their academic success going forward it's stealing their recreation facilities that taxpayers are paying for that people should be able to enjoy with their families it's stealing their way of life and I feel bad for every family in New York regardless of their private public It doesn't matter. They're unsafe. Their taxpayer dollars are being diverted to people who, frankly, should not be here, if not for Joe Biden, as you mentioned earlier, not following the law.
0: Great analysis by both of you. And and I hear your passion. And every parent has every right to be angry here. Everyone. Erica Donalds, please send our best. We love Byron and you and all the great work that both of you do. Uh, Annie Keller, thank you so much. And keep up the good work on your end.
3: Thank
0: you. Great American, Sean. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to be a part of the program. Holidays, they've come, they've gone once again, and probably you spend too much money. The good news is I have a way for you to save a lot of money and not at all sacrifice any service whatsoever. And that's by making the switch. Join the stampede of so many of us. Hundreds of thousands of people have made the switch to Pure Talk, saying bye-bye to Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. And the great news is that you get the same exact service as the big carriers, you get the same 5G network, you get the same cell towers, and the average family saves close to $1,000 a year. They have plans that everybody can afford. For example, Pure Talk has unlimited plans starting at only 20 bucks a month. You'll get the same phenomenal coverage, no difference at all whatsoever. Uh, You're also switching to a veteran-owned company that shares your values. Uh, They have U.S. customer service teams that will make your switch simple. They'll make it fast. They'll make it easy. You just dial pound 250 on your cell phone. You say the keyword, save now, pound 250, keyword, save now, do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month from our friends at Pure Talk. America. America with the absolute Truth. How has the left's agenda worked out for you? John Hannity
5: is on right, right now. Now, 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 now. All
0: right, that's going to wrap things up for today. A programming note before we go we will be in Iowa on Monday. Yes, temperatures expected to be 20 below zero uh Linda does our equipment actually work in 20 degree below uh weather are are you planning on are you planning on me doing the show inside or outside do we know yet we're gonna make snowmen and talk about the news (laughs) that might be fun uh anyway we'll be in Iowa for the Iowa caucuses it all begins Monday We'll have full complete coverage uh tonight best uh, television coverage we have breaking news Hunter Biden now has agreed He's asking for a new subpoena. Should the Republicans do it? John Solomon broke that news from earlier today. He'll join us. Pete Hegseth, Jason Chaffetz, all coming up uh, tonight. Set your DVR. Hannity Fox News. We'll see you from Iowa on Monday. Thank you for being with us and making this show possible. Have a great weekend. Hey, Sean Hannity here from my friends at Lone Star Transfer. If you felt like booking your timeshare was difficult in the past, you know it's recently been almost impossible now most clients are shocked to learn that their timeshare is now available to the public and that severely limits booking options Now many owners have also reached out and they're upset that their yearly dues have nearly doubled during the maintenance fee season now for well over a decade our friends at Lone Star Transfer, a family owned company they have had the pleasure of helping thousands and thousands of people legally and permanently get out of their never-ending timeshare fees now, Lone Star Transfer guarantees the release of all liability to your timeshare in writing and in a specific time frame. Call my good friends for a free, no obligation consultation. Write this down. Call today, 833-594-0075. 833-594-0075. They're online at lonestarttransfer.com. That's henryusa.com, free catalog decals for the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N.